0: People commonly react when I tell them that I take over a year to fill a load of garbage with, oh, I can't do that, or they ask about how I do it, and I talk about shopping at farmer's markets and CSAs, and they say, oh, I can see why you could do that, but I couldn't do that. Well, I'm staying outside the city, and I've experienced now, I think I know why people say that. Last week, maybe two weeks ago, I went shopping with my stepfather to the local ShopRite, and it was my first time shopping in a supermarket in at least a year. I've been trying to figure out how long it's been. It's been a long time. And it was an eye-opening experience. When we first walked in, he grabbed, I think, a a bag of onions. And my first thought was, we don't need a bag. Let's get the loose onions. But there were no loose onions. Actually, I later found loose onions far at the other end. But I didn't need the bag. And I also started looking around. I mean, I'd look around, and there's produce around. And none of it is in season. So it must all have been shipped in from lots of other places. And I can't really tell where the stuff is from. Nearly everything is packaged. So the onions are packaged, everything's wrapped up with bows, everything's all perfect, it's all shiny, and the stuff you hear about people talking about how you can't tell seasons in supermarkets in America anymore, and just everything's available, but it's all looking perfect, I mean too perfect, like Stepford Wives too perfect. Anyway, so I said, can we get the loose onions? And eventually I found them, and we're going around and picking up all the stuff, and it's all packaged, and I'm trying to figure out how to avoid getting packaging, and it's almost impossible to get stuff that's unpackaged. There's almost nothing loose. The produce is all out of season. I can't tell where any of it's from. Later when we got home, the pears, I was about to eat a pear and I looked at the sticker, so everything has stickers too. I looked at the sticker and the sticker says it's from Argentina and I'm thinking am I going to eat this or not? I mean, I've basically decided to eat seasonally and if that means that I go without something, that means I go without something. People ask me, "What do you do about berries in the winter?" And I say, "Well, first of all, I like berries that much more in the summer." But also I can get dried berries, I can get goji berries and mulberries in the dried stuff. So in bulk, but most of all, but generally I go without this stuff. Speaking of bulk food section, my stepfather mentioned there's a bulk food section. I thought, oh, great, that's where I wanna pick up the grains and the beans. I'm used to a bulk food section being a big section of the store. Here it was maybe 10 or 15 little cabinet things, little containers, maybe three of them had nuts and the rest was all candy. And I was like, oh, this is... I wanted to get... They didn't have beans there. So I ended up getting beans in little one-pound packages of plastic bags. So I started... I'm like, what do I do here? This is the only option. If if everything I can get is packaged, I figure, okay, I got to get the packaged stuff. And I'm thinking, I guess this is why people say it's impossible. Also, I got to mention the store. I've said this before, but the store is mostly doof. My post yesterday explains what doof is. Doof is... Food backward, and it's all the packaged stuff that's craving-oriented. Salt, sugar, fat, convenience is what sells it, rather than what I, you know, wholesome fruits, vegetables, grains, legumes, nuts, things like that. So the stores, it's really, it's really difficult. It's also an awkward situation because my stepfather's just picking stuff up, throwing it in all these plastic bags, and every time he gets something, I'm thinking, ah, oh, we can get this stuff without doing it this way, without all the garbage. But there's also the family relation stuff, so I don't want to make a big deal out of it because i'm I'm staying here, so I get home and I'm dealing with all this food that I normally wouldn't get, and I spent a long time months and months years and years ago, months and months I spent figuring out how to make do with what was available and learning that what was available is abundant there's plenty it's lovely, I love the food even in the winter and early spring. When I'm getting parsnips and radishes and rutabagas and turnips and only root vegetables, and I haven't had greens for a while, or the greens I have are now, well, now I know how to make uh, sauerkraut. But I'm thinking of what what abundance I live in, and from, from his perspective, it looks like I'm being picky, but I'm just trying to accept the stuff, and so there's this awkward silence. And it's difficult to deal, you know, I live by myself. So it's easier to change one person at a time than to change with other people or to change oneself when you're in the context of other people. So I start thinking about how all these people say, I couldn't do it. And I'm thinking, this is really hard. But do I stop there? No, I don't stop there. I start thinking about this more and more. And I'm motivated by my continued experience that every time that I choose to live by my values, it looks like it's going to be a burden or a chore or deprivation and sacrifice. But then I commit. And when I commit, at the other side of This effort And the effort I'm going to describe is really minimal effort and actually joyful effort. On the other side is always joy, community, and connection. What do I mean? I started thinking about it and I realized the bulk food section, I would bet there's a supplier and the supplier will supply whatever. They can choose whatever they put in their bulk food section, but I bet the supplier will supply whatever they want for any typical bulk food section. So I like to get things like all the beans, the legumes, nutritional yeast, chia seeds, grains like well i'd be happy with barley but now i get this stuff like farro and kamut just because it's easy i've read about this stuff i'm not really crazy into it because barley is fine and cheaper but i like to try some other things to try them out but i don't need to go for the kamut and like the crazy grains the einkorn and stuff i'd be happy with barley that's pretty normal i think so i bet if i talk to the manager the manager if i said if you could order say cocoa powder if I could put an order for it, and if, when you get a big 20-pound bag of it, instead of putting it in a container, just sell me directly the 20-pound ba- bag. And actually, my stepfather just today went shopping for various reasons that I didn't go, but he said that he talked to someone and that they sound like they can do this. And I believe that I'll connect with the manager more and that I'll signal that people want other things than just candy. I mentioned this to someone else beforehand, and she said to me, also ask them, oh, I forget if I mentioned, when I first walked in, Bill, my stepfather, said that over there, pointing to an area, that's where they put the local produce. But of course, there's, according to him, there's no produce this time of year because, well, he thinks that there's not produce this time of year. In New York City, at the farmer's markets, there's tons of produce. It's the root vegetables. So I would expect at least to be able to get root vegetables. But I don't think people buy root vegetables. They want to get you know cauliflower and broccoli and things like that. So this person on a call, for total of the reasons I'm t- telling her kind of what I'm telling you guys, she says, ask them anyway, who supplies their local produce and see if if they're not just supplying it now, maybe they won't mind you just going directly to their supplier and then I can get it from them. That's a great idea. Plus, if I ask them about it, that will show demand and might change the habits. That is, the store might buy and promote local stuff all year round. I also get home, I get on the internet and I start searching for Sullivan County Farmers markets. The first return is a very helpful page describing all the farmers markets that are nearby here, but they all start in June. As I'm recording this, it's April, early April, April fourth. So I'm thinking, that's still two months away. So I think, well, maybe I just got to deal with the Safeway, uh, the Shoprite for a couple months, and then I think, wait a minute, there's people behind these farmers markets. So I click around that page, and it clicks to a bunch of other pages of local food type stuff, and I email a couple people. Two of them wrote back, actually both of them, the two people I wrote, wrote back and suggested a couple of places that are local restaurants that serve local food. Some of them serve local stuff. It turns out one of them is a short walk, well, a long walk from here, four miles away, and it turns out to be a hilly walk. It's a gas station with the regular convenience store. And incredibly, there's a chef in that convenience store who cooks at places like John George in, in Manhattan, which is one of the top end New York restaurants, very highly rated, And the chef somehow cooks out here. And if I went on Yelp and look at the reviews, it's like all these five-star reviews of like, you wouldn't believe the pizzas and the sandwiches that this guy makes are incredible. I mentioned this to my mom and stepfather. And my mom says, oh yeah, we know the guy who runs that place. His name's Mark. I'm thinking, this is great. This is the connection that I'm thinking about. I've talked to two people or emailed with two people. They suggest something. Turns out we know them already. So two days ago, my mom and I walked over there. It's a very hilly walk. Took us several hours, but we got there. Mark was there. We start talking to him. He has some produce on sale out in the store, but there's also stuff in the back, which was more stuff. For some reason, it wasn't out. Maybe it was not a full stock or something, but I guess maybe because my mom knows him. So we buys some zucchini and some other stuff, some squash and things. And he also starts talking about this thing, the Catskills Food Hub. It's a site kind of like a community-supported agriculture, kind of like a CSA, where you go online. Farmers tell on this one webpage what they're selling that week. And I can put an order based on all the different farmers put together. And then on a particular day in the morning, they drop off what all the different people have ordered. And then a few hours later, I come and pick up my stuff. And they're doing all sorts of stuff with COVID-19 now to make sure that the spacing is actually probably safer than a, a regular supermarket because there's much less contact. Fewer people are touching everything between farm to me. They're taking all sorts of steps that it seems like the shopper is not taking. Food expert and previous guest on this show, Marion Nessel posted on this, this is probably a more safe way to do things. It's certainly more community-based. And we go on the page, and there's tons of stuff. It's not as full as it'll be in August or September when you get the really glory vegetables, but there's plenty of stuff, and it's local. And I'm thinking, why am I... See, most people would say, look, there's a pear here. There aren't pears in season here. Just eat the thing. And a lot of people will point out, shipping it across the world... Actually, probably per pear, the amount of pollution is not that much. And besides, it tastes really good. Just enjoy it. And they see not pear as deprivation, but I see there's farmers around me who make stuff, and they want me to buy. They want to sell it to me. Okay, maybe the pears aren't in season right now, but there's something. As it turns out, we're getting kohlrabi. Kohlrabi tastes so good. It's like to me, it's like apples and pears, but probably healthier. I'm not sure. Certainly delicious. I've come to expect. Put the effort in. And on the other side, and the effort, by the way, becomes less and less each time you do this. Total time spent on this on the internet, I don't know, half an hour, total money spent zero on trying to find these places in the process. A nice brisk walk in in a beautiful spring day, up and down the hills, getting exercise, meeting now three people, but soon more to come that are involved in this. Actually, my stepfather talked with not the manager, but whoever was there at the shop right today. So making connections, signaling to the world and supporting local stuff. I guess you could say the people in Argentina, I suspect we're not getting more food. We're just getting it from local places. You could say, what about the people in Argentina? Don't they? I suspect that they probably would prefer to do stuff for their community. I can't say for sure, but it's a little less money going to fossil fuels for the ship and all the packaging and so forth. My takeaway from this is if you say, well, I can't do it. And the reason is just you simply accept this is what's handed to you and you can't do anything about it. You just have to accept it. It seems to me that way leads to dependency, obesity, not, it's just not doing stuff. Like it's passive acceptance, not actively doing things and connecting with people. It's just like, here's what's handed to you. Well, expect that more and more doof is going to come your way and less and less food is going to come your way because people are doing it. They realize you don't care. I'll just do what's more profitable for me. Whereas on the flip side, if you act, it's always joy, community, and connection. I feel like people look at me and they're like, why do you do this? Why do you make things so difficult? And I'm, it's full of joy. It's full of community. It's full of connection. It might not look that way to you, but I find the food is more delicious. The food is cheaper, it's more abundant. I get to know people around me. I do feel that I have some greater understanding of why people keep saying to me, I see why you can do it, but I can't do it. But I cannot accept that you simply have to accept what's handed to you. I, it's just clear to me that if you put the effort in, you'll get the variety, you'll get the change and you'll connect with people. If you're out there and you're thinking, there's nothing I can do. I can't stop the pollution. I can't stop the packaging coming my way. I just have to accept it. That's just the way things are. You can lead people. You can take charge. You can influence them to start stocking these things. You can find things. that are probably around you. And I bet that the more attention you put into it, yeah, you'll save money. Things will be more delicious, but you'll find joy. You'll find community. You'll find connection.